We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on Cody and Gold, 1 o'clock hour on a Victory Monday. Alex Gold, Nick Schwartz with you. Cody out for this week. We'll be back with us. We'll have the full show together. It'll be like two weeks because we've had the full show together. It'll be a, be a little weird. Think uh, we'll be rusty? I, I don't know, man. I think we'll pick right up where we left off. I think we'll be good. It'll be the Monday right after hopefully a win against Cincinnati, you know? I think we'll be. I think we'll be in good shape. Come. Uh, did you enjoy your time off? I did, man. Yeah. Like, what did you do? Because I've criticized you in the past for for taking yeah. time off and then just doing nothing. Yeah. No. So I mean, it, well, I stayed in town. If that's what you're asking, but no, you do anything fun? Yeah. Anything you wouldn't have normally done? Well, so the World Cup, of course, started last week, and so Monday there were a couple. I, I think you probably saw. I tweeted out asking like where who's opening up early and stuff. So Monday, for for example, I like at ten o'clock. I was at a. I was just at a sports bar at ten o'clock during the day, day drinking. Watching some soccer, betting on. I was on the Kansas side, so yeah, I could bet. Yeah, we saw. We saw you taking your Twitter very early, and we. Yeah. we well, I still woke. That's the thing. We I, guessed I still that woke you were. Early. We had your first beer around ten thirty a.m. That's yeah, accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, why not? Like that. So that was stuff I normally wouldn't do. Obviously, so I I watched a lot of basketball and World Cup soccer during the day. Did some betting, did some day drinking, and then obviously Thanksgiving was normal Thanksgiving like we normally would do, and then. I worked on Friday and Saturday with some betting show, did some fill-in stuff there. So that's kind of that was kind of the week. Nothing too crazy. Nice to relax though a little bit. Man. I would say this: we don't talk about it enough. We always talk about how Thanksgiving Day is, you know, such a great day for watching football. I think Thanksgiving weekend is a top. Oh, it was a great sports. I think week. it's a top three sports weekend of the year. I yeah. think it's. I think it's right next to the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. Um, I don't know what else is up there, but Thanksgiving, because not only do you have NFL football all day, you've got the last weekend of the regular season of college football, all of these monumentous games where teams are trying to make their way into the championship or keep their playoff hopes alive. But then you've also got all of these tournaments for college basketball going on where you've got big name programs. So if you're just like a casual observer and you just want to mindlessly watch some sporting events without any real rooting interest. It's such a great week. No, it turned out to be, yeah, you, you, you laid it out there, the overlap of all the different sports going on. It was, a, it was a good week, and then from really, yeah, Thursday through Sunday, it was fantastic. And I thought even the, the football games on Thanksgiving Day all turned out to be pretty entertaining. The best one was that Thursday night game with the, the Vikings and the Patriots. Dude, by the way, did you see that the Cowboys-Giants game is the most yes. viewed NFL regular season yes. game ever? Ever, ever. Ever, ever, ever. It wasn't yeah. even that good of a game. It's because finally it wasn't just the same old Dallas Giants game. Like it was fine. Oh, the Giants are actually decent this year, you know, and that that's what it is. And the Cowboys were running off momentum of of beating the, the I hate the that Vikings, history so. is going to remember that Daniel Jones started in the <laughs> most watched regular season game ever. Yeah. Well, it's Dallas market, New York market, and it's Thanksgiving. And there wasn't soccer that day, at least involving the US going on, so that, that all contributed to it. I thought you were going to ask about the weekend if you were if you were out Black Friday shopping or something. All I got to say is I woke up this morning to seventy emails, 
Cyber mm-hmm. Monday. Since we've been on the air, Nick, I haven't deleted. I've received another eighteen emails. Oh, dude, you gotta, you gotta, oh, you gotta cut terrible. some of those those notifications off, man. Cyber Monday, this Cyber Monday steal. Few hours left, and then tomorrow we're all gonna get same email saying saying it's Cyber Week continuing. Did you it's, buy anything? Um, a few, yeah, just like nothing, like for other, like yes, to answer your question. Not, not for me in particular. I gave my list of things that I was asked to people, people I need to tell of stuff I would like. Oh. Family, well, what's on family your, members. What's on your list? Honestly, the whole list involved, it was all clothing items. Yeah, <laughs> so, like what? Uh, some more quarter zips. You know, I love those. Wow, okay. Some more quarter zips, T-shirts, uh, a pair of shoes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of shoes? Uh, the Mahomes shoes. I was going to guess the Mahomes shoes. I wish yeah. I had said it. You should have, yeah. No, I, that was that was that's on the list of things I said. Yeah, I would I would like a pair of the Mahomes shoes. He finally has the red colorways, not just the the, the lime and neon green ones. That's I didn't a bold like. color for you. Yo, I'm not gonna normally my everyday shoe. You're more of a muted like, tones guy. Not gonna be an everyday shoe. It's gonna just be another different shoe to have. Yeah, the Black Panther ones were actually pretty cool. They're sold out though. Mm. But could you imagine me wearing black shoes with purple on them? No, it wouldn't work. Nope. Couldn't pull it off. I'm also not a K State fan. You could pull it off. I just can't imagine. If I went it. to K State, I would say, "Oh, great! You can. That's a perfect. You can. You can roll with that." But I didn't go to K State. Yeah. We'll get to the audio fun bag for the weekend in about eight minutes or so. But I want to talk more about the the rookies that were on full display. Think about yesterday's game. It wasn't just the usual. Oh, okay. You got Sky Moore out there, and you got George Karloftis. But go through. You had Karloftis, who got his first full sack of his NFL career. Hashtag Furious George. I think you're pronouncing that incorrectly. What do you mean? Furious George. As uh, several brave tweeters pointed out to Cody Tapp yesterday when he tweeted Furious George, it's actually Georgie Porgy Pudding Pie. Eh. G Triple P. For sure. G Triple P. Furious George. That's not even a cool name. But it makes more sense than Georgie Porgy Pudding Pie. Because, not everything because needs to you make know, sense. Because you know Georgie Porgy Pudding Pie is just not going to take – he's never going to adopt that. I don't need him to adopt it. Well, yeah, he doesn't you kind of do. Choo- you kind of do. I don't. He doesn't get to – you don't get to choose your own nicknames. Eh, Others choose you them can, for you. You can embrace them if you want to embrace them, though. I don't know if I want to embrace Georgie Porgy Pudding Pie. If he doesn't embrace it, then I will reject him. I won't support no, him. Won't. We know I, that's not true. I won't support him. We know that's not true. So anyway, George Karloft has got his first sack. Rookie, Ryan Cook. Juan Thornhill's out. Ryan Cook gets an interception. Uh, Sky Moore, five catches in the game. Isaiah Pacheco, 22 carries, gets a touchdown. Trip McDuffie, who still has only played in like four games or so to this point, continues to be rock solid whenever he is tested. Huge test coming up on Sunday, but whenever he's tested, he's right there, either break up the pass, or even if it's a catch, there's not a, there's not separation there's not a gap between him and the receiver. He's right on that dude's hip immediately. So I, I thought the full display of the rookies was another great sign of this year's draft class. Yes. But also the last year plus of drafting going back to Trey Smith and Creed Humphrey, of course, and Nick Bolton, Nick Bolton continues to play as good of any, any linebacker in football right now. Only here for his second year, Brett Veach, the only knock on the drafting is what at this point? That he hasn't drafted a superstar at wide receiver? They haven't drafted a superstar edge rusher Which yet? Which I think is a very unfair I critique agree. to have. 
Right, but like, don't judge GMs based off yeah. how many stars they get. I, judge them based off how many picks they hit right. on. You don't, you don't have to tell me. You're, yeah, you're preaching to the choir on that. I, I fully agree. I think there is a massive benefit to being able to draft players that become starters, also, like, immediately, by the way, even if they're not at premium positions. Because think about it. Like, yeah, of course, I would love for Sky Moore, whoever, like, I would love for that guy to turn out to be a superstar. But when I look at the roster and I know who I do have to pay, I know I'm always going to have to pay Mahomes. I know Kelsey, even though it's a steal of a contract because of his production, I know I'm going to have to pay Kelsey. You and I both agree that Chris Jones, you, you got to back up the Brinks truck this offseason for that guy. My goodness. And you have to pay LeJarrius Sneed, I believe, this season. Offseason, you should. We'll see what they do with Juju. How are you? You're like, well, how do you afford all that? You know how you afford all that? You draft effectively, even at the non-premium positions. You have a linebacker in Nick Bolton who will be on his third year of his rookie contract next year, making essentially you know, no money by NFL standards, who's playing as good as anybody at his position. You have multiple rookie second-year guys at corner playing above where they were drafted. You have a center that's as good as anybody in football in Creed Humphrey, not paying him any money yet. You have a right guard in Trey Smith, not paying him any money by NFL standards. That, that's how, you, you know, the running back right now still got Clyde on the books. We'll see what they do in the offseason. That, that's how you can, you can go and pay for those guys at the premium positions. When you're picking 28 to 32 on a consistent basis, it's going to be awfully tough to go find that star standout left tackle in the draft. You know why? That's, that's why they traded for Atlanta Brown Jr. We can talk about disappointment of... I would, hey, I'd, I'd love to have Trent Williams <laughs> and TJ Watt, but that's not really how it works. You don't get to judge GMs based off the stars. Look, I mean, I, I think it's it's a conversation that can be had, no doubt. I mean, you want you, you talk about pillars to your franchise. I don't think a pillar has to be a superstar. I think we, we assume that a pillar of your franchise must be a superstar. If I already have the quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, for the most next 15 years, position. most important position, that's locked down. But I'm able to not have to overpay what I, considering the position. Like the same people that will argue, I don't like that you're drafting non-premium positions and doing that then you would complain if they were out there having to spend X amount of money in free agency to go find a capable center or go to find a capable inside linebacker. And if you're going to draft non-value positions like inside linebacker or center, then yeah. you hope they turn out like Nick Bolton and Creed Humphrey, who yeah. are within a year and a half of their NFL career starting, top five at their position. Yeah, nine one three five eight six seven six ten from the J Southland Toe Service text slide from the 816 uh, someone says, hey, you could say he's spending high picks on positions with less value, running back, center, linebacker. You better hit on those positions if you spend a first and second round picks on them. There's no question. But, you know, the thing is right now, he's he's hitting on all of them, man. I get the, the, the biggest knock, I guess I could say, is still, of course, the Clyde pick, the first round pick there. But if you look at what he's done in the last two seasons, like he's hitting on everything, man. Okay, so Trip McDuffie starting, George mm-hmm. Karloftis starting, Sky Moore regular contributor, Brian Cook regular contributor, 
Isaiah Pacheco starting, Nick mm-hmm. Bolton starting, mm-hmm. Creed Humphrey starting, Noah Gray, regular contributor, mm-hmm. Trey Smith starting. That's nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's nine regular contributors. In two years. In the last two years. You want to go back another year? Then you get into guys like Clyde and Willie Gate Jr. Yeah, the Clyde one, people probably, yeah, the Clyde That's one, fine. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. That'd be the only one, but keep going, yeah. Uh, you want to go back to 2019, McCole Hardman, regular contributor, Juan Thornhill, Colin Saunders, Nick Allegretti. Like, yeah. These are guys who uh, are You can help. draft, man. You, you can, can draft. You don't need every player to be a star. Now, of that bunch, of course, you would have rather had a do-over on the Clyde pick. You would have hoped that McCole would have been a, a bigger yeah. player in this offense. But there's way more... Guys who can start and play and give you solid snaps, then there are busts over the last four draft classes for Brett Veach. No, I, I, I fully agree. I mean, I think that's that's the the reason why when we head into the offseason, the last two in particular, you feel pretty confident, even if plan A doesn't work. And again, I don't think plan A was to trade Tyreek Hill. You move to plan B and C and whatever, and they've they've been able to still execute it. I mean, we know that Orlando Brown Jr. trade two years ago was not plan A or B probably. You know, we know they wanted Trent Williams. That didn't work out. They found a way to make it work going forward from that point. And so I think I think you get to feel pretty good about where your entire organization is set up. We'll talk more about this tomorrow because I know Andy was even asked about we're talking about ten years now of consecutive uh, winning seasons for this franchise, going back to prior to of course the twenty twelve season, the disaster of everything like that. So it's been a been a pretty amazing star uh, or, or a rise, I should say, for the for the front office and what they've been able to do. All right, let's get to the audio fun bag, Nick, from the weekend. There were certainly some moments, uh, including in, in the World Cup. We know the USA is going to take on uh, Iran tomorrow, but uh, look, some of these names. In fact, you guys might have seen the video that Spec and our social media staff put out of us trying to pronounce some players' names. It was a disaster, an absolute mess. But if you're an announcer. For, you know, the games, right, Nick? I would think you're you're going to call them by their proper name. So the, the Italian play-by-play guy was calling, I think, uh, for Korean soccer. I think it was, maybe it was South Korea then it would have been, I guess. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Not the other one. <laughs> Definitely South Korea. Correct. Uh, so here, just, just listen. Questo allenatore. La Corea del Sud con Kim, 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 Jung, Wang, Na, So, Lin e Wang. Lascio te. Okay, so that's real. You told me that. You show me that. This way. That's 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 an actual. That's the actual announcer for Italy. Well, here's the thing, man. What? Um, yes, there are that's six the- guys. Six guys on the Korean soccer squad yeah, 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 yeah. named Kim. So okay. if he's just going off of last names, it would make sense that he would say Kim, Kim. But he didn't Kim. say their first name. No, it was a confusing way to do it. But there okay. is nobody on the team named Kim Kim Kim. I have I can confirm that okay. right now. Okay. That was weird. He it's just me that a fun you know what? That's just cultural overlap. And then that's what the World Cup's all about. Hmm. Playing Next. soccer games. <laughs> Next up on what's trending. We know the Jags just had a huge win yesterday, right? Big win over the Baltimore Ravens. Trevor Lawrence, maybe his finest hour as a member of the National Football League. One of his teammates, Andrew Wingard. Uh, was feeling it and backing up his guy. I'm so ha- I'm just like so happy for Trevor because a he had to deal with Urban Meyer last year as a rookie and I don't even know <laughs> if he had a rookie year and to see the growth he's made not just on the field but just like his preparation, his demeanor, all that. And you knew he's you know when the rock breaks, it's not that one chip; it's all the chips that stacked up before that. And I'm um, so happy for him. That throw on fourth down to Zay was like 
I knew we were winning the game. Honestly, like I could feel it. It was so cool. This, despite Urban Meyer, <laughs> he had to play with Urban Meyer. He just kind of slipped that one yeah. in there. Yeah, had to play with Urban Meyer for a year. I'm so ha- I'm just like so happy for Trevor because. A, he had to deal with Urban Meyer last year. Had to a... deal with, not play for, had to deal with. Well, he did. What, imagine that guy is your head coach after the crap that was going on. Remember, he, Urban Meyer, let's not forget, not only was it the bar incident, whatever, he kicked his kicker. He called all of his uh, coordinators losers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that happened. That happened. Worst NFL head coach of all time. Let's stay in the NFL, though. Sunday Night Football last night. Eagles-Packers really entertaining first half in particular for that football game. Way higher scoring. The over for the game hit in the first half. Jalen Hurts, and at that point in time, Aaron Rodgers was actually playing pretty well in the game in the first half. Then got hurt, uh, and Collinsworth, I think, summed everything up perfectly. Throughout the course of the second half, and just the little flinches on those passes started to happen, and the thumb's a mess, the oblique's a mess, and the season's been a mess and it's been tough. <laughs> That's a, I think it's a great way to sum it up. Yeah, they got the thumb injury, the oblique snail mess, because that was the injury last night, and their season's a mess. They're done. I mean, they're, the Packers are totally tough. Yep. Jordan Love should be the start of the rest of the season. Might really? as well. Why not? Well, what are you going to do with Aaron Rodgers? Just gave him a big old contract. I know. I just. He should, well, the rest of the season, yeah, it doesn't mean that next year you can find it, figure out the, ne- ne- the offseason, you can go through the same debate retirement, whatever you need to do. But for the rest of the season, why would you start okay, Aaron Rodgers? Okay, so do you think he starts another game this year? No. he, he Do came you out... think he starts another game for them ever again? No, we're going to talk about that tomorrow. I'll have an answer for give you Give me tomorrow. a little teaser. Come on, give me a little taste. No. Wow. No to giving me a teaser or no that he no. will never start a game? No. no. <laughs> Wait till tomorrow. You know, it was a long weekend. My favorite... Audio clip of the weekend, though, was from before the actual weekend started, before Thanksgiving, Zion Williamson. Did okay. you see that interview he did on the court? No. So did they, it was after a win or loss or what? So it was after a win, I believe, but they were asking him about Thanksgiving weekend sure. and yeah. spending time with his family. You'll have to play the clip in there. I got it pulled up for you. But uh, he was being led in a certain direction that given his history of weight fluctuations and mm-hmm. health concerns that... He was not particularly interested in going in. Happy Thanksgiving. You get to go home tonight and then leave tomorrow evening. Give us a little glimpse into what Zion Williamson's Thanksgiving looks like. Uh, just spending some time with my mom, stepdad, my friends, little brother, older brother, and get on the plane to go to Memphis. What's your favorite dish? What you looking forward to eating the most? He trying to set me up. And no matter what answer I give, social media going to clown me. So no comment. I'm sorry. You know what? It's all love. Well, get some good turkey. We will see you tomorrow. Enjoy this win. Thank you. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Because <laughs> he's been crushed, obviously, for his diet and uh, his weight loss or lack of weight loss and all that kind of stuff. So that, that is pretty funny. You, you could have just said some good turkey. Can you imagine if he just would have been like, Oh, man, everything. I'm going to have the turkey. I'm going to have the mashed potatoes with the gravy. Obviously, you got to have some stuffing, maybe a little cornbread (laughs) on the side, some sweet potatoes. Social media would have had a field day with that, which means that he's tired of hearing the weight jokes. Yeah, he could have just said turkey. What was the, uh, gosh, this was years ago with Alex Smith. Uh, We've talked about with Cody on air before, where there's someone that asked Alex Smith, like, what do you, 
when you think of Thanksgiving, you're like, what stands out or whatever? And I think Alex Smith's answer is like, mm, turkey comes to mind. Was, Why is that so funny? It's funny. It's funny. Am I missing something? It's funny. It's pretty funny. Huh. If someone's like, Nick, what are your thoughts on Thanksgiving? What comes to your mind when I say Thanksgiving? And you just answer, when turkey comes to mind. Well, it is. It is the number one thing that funny. comes to mind. It's still funny. That's the uh, audio fun bag. Did you fry up a bird this year? Did you smoke a bird? I did not, man. No, we just uh, just had the, the the classic, you know, in the uh, just roasted turkey, you know, the classic uh, spare. We call that spare. Yeah, spare. If you ro- if you ro- I'm done. I'm done roasting turkeys after after with the smoker, man. Oh, the smoker's good, but I still think you gotta have the traditional, and then you you can oh, do two no. turkey. You got enough people, you can do two turkeys. Uh-uh. So what did you we, do? we don't have enough people. We smoked it. We you smoked, just smoked that bird. It. And I told my dad, I go, I don't ever want a roasted bird again in my life. No, the smoked turkey's good. We did it last year. That was one of them. Okay. I still like the original. The original, you know, the classic. No? No. Just done. My plate was basically just white and dark meat and just multiple scoops of mashed potatoes. And I was happy. Uh, What else was uh, in a roll and some like. This corn hash thing, which you gotta is really get some good. color on your plate, some, man. Some corn has some yellow on the plate. Get some Brussels sprouts. No, I don't get like some, Brussels sprouts. Okay, well then get some sweet potatoes. I'm not a big fan of the the, the yams. <sighs> I'll go to break. You sure? Done with you. You sure? Why did I? Why did I expect anything different? Is it's really this oh, is on someone's, me. Someone's this, correcting I'm, me. I'm Dave Tobe. You're Sky Moore in the so, situation. Me what? expecting you to do a good job me? with your what? Thanksgiving plate. That's on my me at this point. Very, my plate was very good. You had two things on it. No, 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 no. I had white and dark meat turkey. So I had, I had everything both. on your plate was what? gray. White, everything uh, on. on your plate was what? gray. White and dark meat turkey, mashed potatoes, this like corn hash thing, and a roll. I was happy. That's what I want. I didn't. I didn't want the other stuff. I was very happy. And then we had pumpkin pie and all kinds of stuff afterwards. Text lines corrected me. It, uh, someone asked Alex Smith what his favorite dish was, and he said, turkey jumps out. And that was the response that he gave. <laughs> why is this? I don't get why. How does everybody funny. know this? It's funny. It was from Alex Smith a couple of years back, obviously. All right. Coming up next, the text line's asking about the outbreak involving Cody. Uh, we'll get an update on that if you really, really want. Uh, and then we'll get to what's trending here on Cody and Gold. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock, right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's trending? Number one on what's trending? Well, of course, the Chiefs now nine and two after the win yesterday against the Rams. Uh, just a sixteen point win. You know, no, no big deal. C plus performance uh, or so, but they end up getting the sixteen point win. Cover one of the largest spreads of the NFL season. Andy Reid spoke earlier. You heard him right here on six ten Sports Radio. Only update injury wise, he kind of gave was he had 
announced that Kadarius Tony, if you know, officially day to day, that's the dreaded couple words that we all hear when it comes to injuries. Day to day, dealing with a hamstring injury, uh, and that's kind of where they're at on the injury front at, at this point in time. Uh, we we also did learn though, just from Andy, when it comes to this kick returning game, he took the blame for having Sky Moore. Uh, continue to return punts and said, you know, he's got to talk to Dave Tubb. You guys know where I stand on this. There's no reason ever again for Sky Moore to return a punt for this football team. Next up on what's trending, NFL Network and Ian Rappaport reporting that the Bengals, who have now won three in a row, looking like they are on an upward trend here in the last quarter of the season, could be getting some extra help as the plan is for star receiver Jamar Chase, who has been out with a hip injury to return this week. If you remember when he went down with that hip injury, initially the report was that he's probably going to be headed to the IR. The Bengals elected not to do that. And now he's about on the front end of that timetable to return. He was close last week, coming back right for the big matchup against the Chiefs it, it this Sunday. Seems like it always works that way. You know, the Chargers finally got Mike Williams and Keenan Allen back for that game. Mm-hmm. They're finally getting Jamar Chase back for this Chiefs game. Again, don't let anybody fool you. Like the Chiefs are still that team that everybody looks at. It's still a team on the schedule that everybody circles. Uh, and obviously we know the, I mean, I can't, this is, I can't wait later on in the week. When we have a chance. Like it's been, let's be honest. It's been a couple weeks since we've had a game where we're like really into the actual lead up to the game. I'll be honest. Like the bills game, of course. Right. Yes. But, but that's this, the only other that, one that's, that's been it. on this like, level because week two going into the divisional game against the chart week two, that early in the season, it's all fresh. But like, let's be honest. Like this game on Sunday against the Bengals Burrow's trying to go three and zero. They're hot right now. You got Dan Orlovsky calling Joe Burrow the Grim Reaper, which should be illegal, by the way. I think that was already coined last year. But nobody's uh, and the nobody, Grim Reaper. And nobody is. Yeah, because if you bought one of those T-shirts, be honest, you're not wearing that thing. So, <laughs> listen, yeah, I think it's so funny is it's Monday and we're already talking about it. I don't even know if we did that I, on Bills Week. No, but I that I can't do. This was the game I was most excited about for the entire season is the Bengals game because we talked how many times about Baltimore. Uh, being, you know, and Lamar at one point being over against Mahomes. Well, it's the same thing can happen. Burrow could be three and zero against Mahomes if they win on Sunday. So yeah, that's a huge storyline, and the, the Bengals are playing pretty well. All right, next up on what's trending, we know the Sunflower Showdown was on Saturday in Manhattan. K State got the win; it's 14th straight in the football series. Now the Wildcats have a chance to win a Big 12 title. That'll be on Saturday morning down in Dallas against the undefeated. TCU Horn Frogs, who likely will be number three in the college football playoff rankings when those come out tomorrow night. K-State's pretty much locked into their bowl game already, uh, the Sugar Bowl. Question is whether or not they'll be the Big 12 champion Wildcats heading into the Sugar Bowl, but it looks like the Sugar Bowl for sure is where they're headed and maybe playing Alabama in the Sugar Bowl, depending on how chaotic things get this, this, this championship weekend, I should say. Um, as far as KU and MU, they await their bowl placement, both teams bowl eligible. And it's looking like they might be playing each other in Liberty Bowl in Memphis or the Texas Bowl down in, you guessed it, Texas. Yeah, that Liberty Bowl will be December 28th. 28th. Wednesday at like 530. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lastly on what's trending, World Cup news. The United States tomorrow facing off against Iran. You win this game, you move on. You lose and you go home. I like to call these gotta have it games. <laughs> you think, you yeah, think? you gotta uh, have this yeah. one. Uh huh. You do. You do have to have it. The World Cup has been fantastic, but it's weird because it seems like oh, the U.S. It's simple. Just win tomorrow. Yeah, that's it's that's a very difficult result to achieve when you if you've been watching, you realize how many draws happen and everything. So like, it seems their scenario simple. Yeah, just just find a way to win. Sure, easier said than done. Although I do agree with the notion that if you can't win a single match in group play. 
you, you don't deserve to move on. You can't complain. Like, if you couldn't win a single one, you lost one, or excuse me, you uh, you, you drew you drew with two, and you got to you can't just draw on three matches and think you're going to move on. So get the win. Rob tomorrow. Britton told me they was all in for this game. I think they should have went all in for every game. <laughs> Personally, they should have beat England. Trying to win every game, they outplayed England on Friday. My thoughts. And if you missed it, uh, you at the the TV ratings came out. Uh, the U.S. Uh, released the television ratings, and Kansas City, the number one market in rating for that World Cup match on Black Friday. How about that? Not surprised, though, honestly. Usually, you, Casey usually fares pretty well in not just the soccer events on a global scale, but even like looking at some of the, the ratings for other events that aren't like the NFL or the NBA, they usually do pretty well in those. That's what's trending. Here on Cody and Gold. As you can hear, it's just myself, Alex Gold, Nick Schwert. Cody back with us uh, next week. People on the text line. Yeah, that is breaking news, isn't it? Text line says, is the, is the pink eye outbreak the reason why Cody's not here? Well, he was already off this week. Yeah, yeah, So he was already. There's an outbreak? I don't know. Well, they, in his household, maybe. Uh, but no, they, he was already scheduled off this week. Last Wednesday was the, the reason why. But no, he was he was already going to be off this week. I assume is the is the pink eye thing over though? How does that work? Is he get, like? I don't know, man. Does that last for weeks? All I know is he told me it set in like within thirty minutes of coming into contact with it. What? It's not like a delayed thing. No, you touch it thirty minutes later, boom, eye pink, nasty. Oh, yeah. So what do you do? I've never had it. So what do you then do? You get like eye drops and take medicine. Is it just hurt? It's like inflamed, so it's like an infection. So does it hurt? I think it itches. Oh, I've never had terrible. it. Terrible. Never had Someone it. Someone says, "Hey, I'm wearing the Grim Reaper shirt right now." LOL. <laughs> okay. Are you really? <laughs> wow. I don't think I've ever seen someone in public I have or it. anywhere because it. it was going to be this great thing. It was a great line from Andy Reid, and then the next week, the second half to Cincy happened, and you're like, "Well, I can't, can't really go with the Grim Reaper thing anymore." That would have been that was such a bummer for a variety of reasons. <laughs> like it just killed it immediately. Like you got you got to enjoy it for five days. And it was dead just like that. But Dan Orlovsky calling Joe Burrow the Grim Reaper. We'll talk about this tomorrow on the show more. I can call him Joe Burrow the Grim Reaper. Come on now. First of all, it just doesn't make any sense. It was a regular season game. Mm-hmm. And that nickname was already given to somebody last year, even if it's not active. What are you doing? I'm going to find a third person to give that nickname to. You should. Different sport. Please do. I'll find a World Cup player. Oh, and the, from the U.S.? Yeah. Tomorrow when they win against Iran, hopefully. Mm-hmm. That'll be going on in the final hour of our show. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah. Are you going to stick around for the stream? You're going to watch the World Cup match? I did match? that last week. So you're not doing it this week? No. Oh, you're one and done. Yeah. You just <laughs> Because the game I stuck around for, they drawed. So I that drew. Well, that's kind some of what I, say. That's, some would say. No, I'm not doing it again. I gave them an hour of my life, and they gave me nothing. Well, I mean, that's, that's why you bet on these matches. So you're happy if they I get... I did. I bet on the USA twice. Yeah, but you don't have to just bet on the result. You know, you can bet on... No, three I and a half, over three and a half corners, no, over four dude, and a half cards. I'm not cards. betting on things I don't understand. Yeah, but it, the, the U.S. match uh, against I'm England. I'm never, I will cup. never bet on soccer again. Ever. Ever. Hmm. People said it feels like there's sand in your eye and gritty when you have pink eye. Huh. That sounds terrible. I have no interest in that. Can we spend a few minutes real quick, and then we can get back to the Chiefs, I promise, before we hand things off to the drive. Can we just make fun of the Denver Broncos? Can, can we do that? Because it's too easy, and it's a lot of fun. They have provided plenty of material throughout this season. And then yesterday, it reached a whole nother level as well. 
because they lost to the Carolina Panthers. Sam Darnold outperformed Russell Wilson. And now that I'm watching Mike White go out there for the Jets and have the success that he had, Russell Wilson legitimately might be the worst starting quarterback in the league. Well, I think he is the worst before starting quarterback in the before league. Before you could have said, oh, well, Zach Wilson. No, he's not starting. Mike White isn't. He's better. Like, Russell Wilson, worst starting quarterback in football. You traded for him. You gave him a huge deal. You're locked into it till 2026. You have the third overall pick right now. Oh, wait. No, you don't because you traded that to Seattle. The Seahawks actually have the third overall pick. You are screwed if you're the Broncos. Here's what's... They don't even get the payoff, Nick, of having the bad year with the top pick. Here's what's w- weird about this. We've never seen a player fall from grace so rapidly than we've seen from Russell Wilson this year. I wonder if you can even have this conversation about a guy being the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. Is there even a chance that he gets back to being a top 10 to 15 quarterback in the league? Because that never happens, by the way. Find me one example of a guy being the worst quarterback in the league and then a year later being one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He has to somehow at least get back to, like, the 15th best quarterback. Or they, I mean, they, they are truly screwed, man which is great for everybody here in Kansas City. This was the, oh, the Broncos, Super Bowl contenders, all this crap. They're not going to even get to six wins, it looks like, this season. And then you have the blow up on the sidelines yesterday. You know, one of his defensive players clearly yelling at Russ. They downplayed it, although Nathaniel Hackett's playing. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even see the exchange happen. Pretending to ignore it. That's their problem. It's like nobody's willing to step up at all in that organization. They, they, they are showing zero signs of improvement. Not one, not even a glimmer of hope. In back-to-back weeks, in back-to-back weeks, you have lost to the only team in the division as pitiful as you, and then a team that fired their head coach a month ago and has no idea what they're doing at the quarterback position. Let's go. Let's ride, baby. He is 30th in QBR. He is 28th in passing touchdowns. At the end of this season, I want to do a full ranking of the top 10 moments of Russell Wilson's Denver Broncos career. Because let's like you had the commercials. You had the multiple subway commercials. You had the Let's Ride promo. You had, remember, let's not forget, this guy was doing high knees on the damn flight to London. Losing to Sam Darnold now in head-to-head matchups. Blow-ups on the sidelines. Reportedly, a week or so ago, he was calling audibles using words that only the Seahawks knew. Still, he plays for the Broncos. Kind of a problem. I don't see how Nathaniel Hackett, man. Like, how, there's, like there's no chance, correct, okay, okay, now that he right. makes it to next season? Okay, you're Does right. Does they actually but, have the money to fire their coach, unlike the Raiders, who have to stick with Josh McDaniels? But, but what coach McDaniel? are you going to attract? Um, you're stuck an, Nick, with this Nick, quarterback Nick, who's Nick, the worst in the Nick. NFL. Yeah, if you're... I'm if, not saying you can't hire a coach. I'm saying you're not going to hire a quality coach because nobody worth their salt I, is going to take that job. I mean, if I'm the best candidate out there, no, I'm not. T- I wouldn't take the Broncos job. Um, but they will still... There's only 32 jobs. There's only five of them opening up. Yeah, if I, let's, whoever you think is the number one... I have no idea who it is yet, right? Whoever you think is like the top NFL candidate of the offseason. Yeah, that guy, you're right, Nick. Probably going to run away. But if you're anybody else, you're still taking NFL jobs. You, you, think, you think if... For a guy that we know has not been given the opportunity, you think if Eric Bieniemy in the offseason, let's play along with this for a second, got offered the job, he's turning it down? No dude, chance. No dude. chance. No chance. There are college jobs I would take over the Denver Broncos job. 
They're college jobs. Yes. Okay, come on now. Someone took. I mean, I'd rather. Be, I'd rather. Nick. I'd rather be Matt Rule. Someone, I'd rather someone, be Matt Rule. Someone years ago took the Browns' job. Someone's care. taken the Lions' job yeah, year bad after coaches. year. Hey, bad coaches that get run out of the league. Mm. Bad coaches. So sure, if we want to talk about Hugh Jackson, Do you think Kevin Stefanski's a bad coach? He's a Browns coach currently. A, I don't think he's a good coach. No. Okay. Okay. No. All right. I think some guys convince you, like. Here's the here's the bar that we've set for NFL coaches to where we don't trust them to handle timeouts well, and we don't ha- trust them to make good decisions on fourth down. So when a guy like Kevin Stefanski just trusts the model and he trusts yeah. the fourth down data, and then he always makes the right decision on whether to kick the field goal or punt or go for it, we're like, oh, he's a good coach. But there's no there's nothing to suggest that Kevin Stefanski is like, you know, like a coach that can win at a consistent level. Their issue. And Denver is just that, yeah, you can get rid of Nathaniel Hackett if you think he's the problem. You still have the quarterback that you're stuck with. And you're, what, the funny thing here is their general manager, he's more to blame than anybody else. Of course he is. <laughs> he's the one that made the trade, which we all praised, by the way, at the time. But he gave out the extension. And they, they Here comes by, the airplane. By the way, this guy, George Patton, he was hired because they didn't trust John Elway to run the team anymore. It's spicy. That is an organization that is in disarray at the highest level. From top to bottom, there is nothing going Unlimited right. diarrhea. I'm just going to play all these random drops as you're talking about Russell I didn't Wilson. realize we had so many. We have plenty of them. I didn't realize we had so many. We have many. quite a few. That's he the content the he's provided. He is the gift that keeps on giving, and that's what's beautiful. For the Chiefs fan, you don't ha- they, don't, they don't have any way because that would be the quickest way to get things back on track. Get rid of Russell Wilson. <laughs> shed yourself of that atrocious can't. contract. They can't do it. <laughs> they can't. Therefore, we, <laughs> as Chiefs fans, oh, that's great. are blessed. It's great. And look, if the char- and this is why it sucks that the Chargers came back and won on that two-point conversion yesterday. They would have been five and six, and they, to me, would have been done in the AFC playoff picture. Instead, they're six and five. They got a chance still to sneak in as a wildcard team. They're done playing the Chiefs in the regular season, so they, they got a chance. They still, I think, have the Raiders. I'm not sure. I, I don't yeah. remember who they have left. Like, other than that, the entire division, Nick, would have been below 500. Other than Kansas City. The, the, the dead cap by year for Russell Wilson's contract is astronomical. Oh, that's why they can't get out of it. $107 million this year, 85 next year, 49.6 in 2025. In 2026, you know how far away 2026 is? <laughs> I can't even imagine what I'll be doing, what the Chiefs will be doing, what anything in the world will be happening in 2026, other than the fact that Russell Wilson's dead cap number will be $31 million in four years. Yeah, and it's still, yeah, that's a good point. It's like, didn't get out in 2026. It still would be a $31 million. <laughs> so really, it's 2027. It's just that you're like, uh, you could stomach the $31 million a little bit more. You wouldn't be screwed. We know there's no way you can get out of a contract with a cap dead cap hit of 80 million or 100 million like it sounds terrible they need russell wilson to just be like i can't play anymore but why would he do that he's got all this money coming his way uh, speaking like, by the way yeah, uh, speaking yeah. of uh <laughs> the panthers who okay. just dismantled the broncos yesterday they for did. firing matt rule. sam darnold baby matt rule gets hired at nebraska mm-hmm. and the early returns are that the press conference was dominated was today. it yeah look in all seriousness we can get to the press conference but I actually think it's a really good hire for Nebraska. I really do. I think it's a really good hire for him. Just because you suck as an NFL head coach does not mean you can't go back to college. Yeah, and have you know, success. it's a good, it's a good consolation. He's a program rebuild. He's he's a program builder. He did it at Baylor. He did it at Temple. 
Nebraska has the resources. They're in a power conference, and not just a power conference. They're in one of the two that you want to be in. If you're not in the SEC, you want to be in the Big Ten. I actually think it's a really good hire. That will be interesting to track will be Luke Fickle, the Cincinnati coach, went to Wisconsin. Fickle's name at one point came up for Nebraska. So to track between Wisconsin and Nebraska, Matt Rule and Luke Fickle over at Wisconsin now, between those two, who ends up having more success over the next four or five or years? Or we could go with a guy who also turned down the Nebraska job and it instead accepted an extension from the University okay, of Kansas. So I love how you phrased it in that realm. Well, he did. No, I think you phrased it interesting. I phrased it accurately. I don't know if you phrased it accurately as much as you phrased it uh, of making it seem as though he turned down the Nebraska job or perhaps he got some insight from his agent that they were moving towards Matt Rule and suddenly he was okay well, Matt signing Rule the extension. Apparently, Matt Rule apparently declined the initial offer from Nebraska, at which point Nebraska moved on to Lance Leipold, who also declined the job, but at which point Nebraska went back to Matt Rule with a... It depends on whose agent you want to believe. Well, as we know, in college football, uh, no coach who has ever declined the job was ever actually offered the job. That's what I'm saying. Like, you always have to be careful with the wording of how that stuff, because you're right. Like, it's, did he really have the job offer? Never had it offered? And that's why, you know. No school has ever been declined. Correct. When offering Well, thinking of that craziness, like, Deion Sanders just sitting, so the report is, of course, Deion's been offered the Colorado gig. Power five gig, but the worst power five gig right now. And Dion's, of course, had all kinds of success down at Jackson State. And he was asked today, like, is it true that you got offered a job? And he said, yeah. You know, that's like the complete opposite of how it normally goes. You know how weird it is? <laughs> he's got an offer. He's admitted he has an offer in Colorado, and he's just hanging out and waiting. I think he really doesn't want to take the Colorado job. He's hoping somebody else is like, well, this is our, t-, you know. It's a bad it, job. It is a bad job. Yeah, Probably the worst Power 5 job right now. If I was Deion Sanders, honestly, I would take, a Southern Florida job that opens up, go to Southern Florida for two years, have success, recruit the hell out of South Florida, my goodness, and then I think you can get an SDC job in two years. Why go? Why to go? I don't think you should take the Colorado job. That to me is a mistake. Because then you have to compete against other Power Five teams immediately. Like he'll be able to recruit. Yeah. That's one thing we know. Oh yeah. He yeah, will yeah. be able to recruit. But right now, you know the advantages he has in a smaller conference. We don't know if those same advantages exist once you go to a Power Five conference. Yeah. No. No. No question. That'll be a fun story to see how that that pans out like i think he's either staying at jackson state or going to like south florida i just i would not why he didn't say no to colorado i guess that's your if you're a colorado fan you're like okay he didn't he didn't say no to us yet maybe he's thinking about coming here it'd be fun to have him in the power five i don't i don't debate that seeing him on tv a little more often go to a non-pack 12 school i, I can't wait Pac-12 though till he has a press conference if at, when he becomes a power five coach and he yells at the reporter for not calling him or for for calling him dion mm. instead of prime because that's that almost just cursed that stuff's not gonna fly you almost just cursed yeah i did and i almost said that bleep is not, <laughs> well, it would have um, been an odd time to curse yeah. talking about something that i didn't no, know you were so passionate about yeah well i think it's ridiculous like the You're idea still like, mad he, at him not mad not mad at him he got he like yelled at a reporter essentially for not calling him prime like they're not the media at a, in at Colorado at Alabama whatever. They're not going to call you Prime. No, he wanted to be called Coach. No, people are calling him Prime. He said you're not you're not, not going to call uh, Nick Saban Nick. You call him Coach Saban. Yeah, I, I think that whole thing. That and goes, he's like, guy's not my coach. Yeah, that I agree with that. That that's like just a pet peeve thing. Like in general, I don't think you have to call them Coach. He's not your coach. You don't like you can say Andy. You don't have to say Coach Reed. I think you, you say you can say him, you can say a little respect. You, call can, him sir. you can say Bill. You don't have to say Coach Self. Call him Sir. They didn't get a doctor. They're not a doctor. Coach Self is his not father. a profet. Not a you professor. Mister Self. Do you, did you <laughs> when you were in Lawrence during your yeah. show in Lawrence? You called yeah. him Mister Self. Mister Self. 
Mr. Self. Oh, man. I just wanted to make fun of the Broncos, and then we ended up talking about Deion Sanders as well, somehow. Coaching, coaching carousel, winning the yeah. press conference. Oh, look who's on TV right now. Who is it? Russell Wilson. How's he look? Talking about Mike Purcell and him being on the same page, and there's no animosity. That was the player that went up and clearly was yelling at Russell Wilson. The final word. I'm enjoying this Broncos season so much. Three and eight. Could it have played out in a oh. more entertaining fashion? Perfect. So awesome. Really, the whole whole division is so awesome. Chiefs are in trouble. This is the year. Look out, Chargers, Broncos. I mean, I didn't think the Broncos. The Broncos, man, you don't. They have so much talent. They got so many weapons on that offense. Just wait till they finally have a quarterback. They suck, and they're screwed for the next four years. Still, it's beautiful. Hey, have it you really heard, is. have you seen the guy that uh, the person on the text line thinks that the Broncos should should hire? No, who is it? Uh, from the eight one six. You can read it. You're the host. No way. I don't see it. It's about four down. Oh, the brilliant offensive mind. Yeah. Hugh. Coach Hugh. Well, no, that's not his full name. Janice. I think it's Janice. I think it's Janice. <laughs> I'm not going to say them together. Nice try, text line, though. I appreciate it. We love you. We're back at it tomorrow. 10 to 2. The Drive with C-Dot and Rob. Up next. is Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Royals first baseman slash NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino. This football season with Cody and Gold. My Twitter is about to unload a football <laughs> tweet. First Jets game that I have free on Sunday. It's, it's go time. 610 Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.